What's up, players, skaters, and everyone else in between? This is Enforcer, and I'm with Serial Killer. Previously, we talked to primarily roller derby players, but this month, we're switching things up and talking to a freestyle inline skater and content creator based out of Texas. Today, we're here with Nikto, a.k.a. Mason. What's up, Mason? Hello, how are y'all? <laughs> good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right, Mason, we're going to get into a brief introduction of where are you from? Where does your name Nikto come from? And what type of skating do you do for our audience? All right, well, hi everyone. I'm Nikto, AKA Mason. Uh, I'm from Central Texas, more specifically Waco. But uh, the the name, more or less, uh, the word Nikto in the English language at least, uh, is like a shortcut to a Nyctophile, which is someone that likes the dark. And for the longest, I only skated at night. So I guess that's kind of where it came from. And as to my skating style, uh, I mainly do inline freestyle. But as of a few months ago, I got some quads and picked up jam skating, JB. And now I even do like freestyle salon. Awesome. So you primarily do like freestyle inline, right? Can you just, for our viewers, because they're primarily roller derby players, kind of explain what that is? Yeah, no problem. Uh, So... I'd say the easiest way to explain inline freestyle, because uh, it's a it's a newer discipline of inline skating. It's essentially like freestyle salome, which is where you're you know doing tricks and combos and all that through cones, but just without the cones and like at your normal everyday rink during session. So it's just essentially just like just doing tricks is the best way I can really explain it. No, that's cool. Oh yeah, interesting. Um, how often, I assume you're probably at the rink quite a bit, how often do you skate? Oh god, not as much as I used to and would like to. Uh, these days, just due to, you know, how, how life is as an adult and all that. Uh, Ew, mainly, adult. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> uh, mainly, I skate on the weekends. Sometimes I try to get an, like, an extra Thursday session in, but primarily like Fridays, Saturdays, and like Sundays if I still have the energy. Mm-hmm. that's awesome so you don't really um, have the ability to like just i mean can you just go outside and do what you like to do or is it more of an inside thing oh uh, there's the I mean, floor no, kind of matter you, you you definitely could do it outside and there's so much proof across social media of like people doing what i do but outside uh but for at least in the texas scene it's primarily an inside uh discipline of skating cool um i don't think we even had this in here but how did you how did you get into freestyle inline skating oh man that's the question all right so (laughs) before that before i discovered like freestyle inline skating which i just considered trick skating at the time i had previously gone through two different phases of different styles of inline like skating disciplines and I came across, uh, and shout out to them, they're amazing people, love them with all my heart, uh, Galaxy Zebra, aka Kaylee, Ruin Miss, aka Keith, and DTX Poodle, aka Lucas, which they're my main inspirations, they're who I look up to even to this day. And I just found them one day on social media, liked what they did, and I was like, I want to see if I can redo that, and see if I can do it. That's awesome. 
So who do you think like currently right now for freestyle inline, who is your biggest um, influence? It would definitely either be Ruin Mist or Galaxy Zebra. One of Still. those two for sure. Cool. Do you, I mean, okay, so I, like all my life with skating, I've always done quad skating. Like I've never skated on inlines. Do you <laughs> have any recommendations for people that want to get into inline skating or doing tricks? I absolutely do. And I'm I'm so glad you asked this because like I get asked these questions a lot. So it and it's nice to be able to give it to a different audience than I would normally mm-hmm. give the answer to, because uh, right. I know people are always interested in different things. Uh, if you're, I will always recommend if you're wanting hockey skates like hockey inlines, I will always recommend Mission over any brand. In my like in all my experience and all my skating and all that missions have always been the best for me and for most people it's the go-to preferred uh brand for what we do so i would recommend missions but if you're doing like say for example freestyle salome or not even freestyle but just normal salome or like urban skating etc uh i i know a really popular brand is like saba and like some power slide skates but i don't have too too much experience with those truth be told so this is kind of bouncing back to the last question because i was just kind of thinking about it you kind of told us so you've been through a bunch of different styles of skating and stuff but what originally got you into like skating or did you answer that i don't i don't know Uh, i didn't i didn't give an answer for that because truth be told i don't know if there is an exact reason I just know that, like, I vividly remember the very first time I ever went skating was at one of the rinks I still skate at uh, here in Waco, Texas, uh, uh, called Skate Country. And but I also vividly remember, like, I was, I was like three, four, or something like that. So I don't even know why I remember this, but I was on quads. But after that, I remember always being on blades, and mm. I think for me. Maybe it was because I didn't, I wasn't naturally good at most other sports, but for some reason I really just enjoyed skating. And then mm-hmm. as I got older and, you know, like as much as people will deny it and all that, like, like what we do, be it quads or inlines, wasn't really all that cool until probably COVID. It had died off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people mm-hmm. make fun and all that, whatever. I'm petty at heart sometimes. And someone told me I can never be good at it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to prove you wrong. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it's valid to be petty a little bit, though. Yeah. Whatever sits fire to you. Whatever keeps going. It's not not petty, it's confidence. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's what the original reason was. But, like, when it came, and the reason I say, like, I did so many different styles is because I couldn't find what I truly enjoyed until, like, two two and a half years ago probably closer to three years at this point that i discovered freestyle in line that's when i like i forgot about the pettiness and i fell in love with what i was doing that's great so you're i mean i'm gonna consider you a little bit of a content creator you create content for people to look at what kind of made you want to do that uh truth be told there it's in it's kind of a multi-level answer, I guess you could say, because it 
could answer multiple different questions. But mainly, I'd say it was I wanted to grow the community because even like even now, and it's way bigger than it was before, like all the people started posting and like the brand Texas Rink Rats was made and all that. Like no one really knew about what we did. It was just kind of like if you saw someone at the rink that could do cool tricks, you're like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> right. So it was it was kind of like I wanted part of me just wanted to grow the community because I knew there were other people that wanted to learn things that like mm-hmm. myself or others could do, but like they would never find out about it without posting. So I guess that's one reason why I kind of started posting and not going to lie. I would love to be able to skate as my full-time job and make a living. There we go. Let's go. (laughs) That's pretty much what Emma and I think. We would love to be able to do this for a career. What the heck? Right. You guys are a lot further along than I am. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No. No. Um, So I don't think, Emma, have you ever had a rink at your, in your area? Yeah, we've, unfortunately, we had two but they were both shut down and we haven't had one since like 2016 so, so from from your recollection do you remember like inline skaters doing kind of like what he is talking no, about i don't the, have I've anybody never, at my rink i don't have anybody right like when i remember going to the skating rinks when i was younger and it was all quads and it was just like you know slow like a lot of jam skating but not as definitely not the, the, stuff the you see, only like, on person social media. The only person I can think of, and this this mother hacker is pretty cool. He actually owns our rink now, but his name's AJ. And for a long time, he was just like a, uh, like one of the employees that skates around and stuff. And mm-hmm. he always did tricks while he was skating. And everybody thought he was like the coolest person ever. And he would do some of the wildest things I could never like imagine doing ever. But he's like the only person that I remember. And I knew there were like a few kids there that would try to kind of do what he mm-hmm. did but they were never really like serious about it you know what i mean uh, yeah I feel that so heavy so like i don't know but i i definitely see where you're coming from about wanting to get into um content creation because the community's there but it's not quite like as big as it should be or more people should know about it because just in my hometown i can think of like a few people that i know in our skating community that one use inlines and do some sort of freestyle inline Literally, like the second person that I met that was really good at inlines was somebody that I met in Iowa. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I've literally never, I've only met like two people that are actually good at it. And I don't know, but I think it's really cool. It's a rare breed. It's a rare breed. What the heck? Outside of Texas, because like, at least when it comes to like the community that like Texas Rinkrats has built. Uh, outside of Texas, I can really only think of three skaters off the top of my head that like do what we do. So I I can definitely agree with that. It's what we do is not very common. We I will right. say we just got because AJ he previously didn't own our rink. He took it over recently and he got inlines at our rink. So that's kind of cool. Have to go up there. That's cool. <laughs> So I don't know if that'll help, you know. Hopefully. We actually open up the floor. Yeah, for... open up the floor. Cause you know, he's always doing cool tricks. He's not always on the floor as much because he owns it, but might help influence some people. Who knows? Right. I guess like I, I feel that in the sense of it's 
like as AJ was the name, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like how AJ was, except like I don't own a rink or anything like that in any type of way. Uh, like I worked at because both the rinks in Waco are owned by the same company, and I worked there for hell probably a decade. Or not, no, no, ooh, I am so wrong. No, half a decade, like five years or so. <laughs> but I skated mm-hmm. there almost my mm-hmm. whole life as once I started traveling. And I was really, for the longest, the only person that did what I did. Like, there were a few others at the beginning, but then they, you know, as life goes, they had to duck off and do their own things. And it wasn't until, like, uh, Texas Rink Rats uh, held a rink in Waco at one of the rinks because I'd I'm still close with like the owners and all that and the general managers. And I talked to them to have a rink there because we have a big floor at uh, skate country specifically. It wasn't until like we held a meet there that it started to spread into like central Texas. It was more like either like Dallas or Houston or any of those sub areas within that area. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if I... I feel like I, like, grew up seeing, like, the vanilla jam skating. People would go to meets and stuff and, like, comps, and it was all cool. But I think only from you or, like, social media, I first saw people kind of getting together for that sort of thing, which I thought was really cool. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, hopefully it spreads. Like, I think it's, I don't know. I I think I, I'm feeling a bit (laughs) of grief, like, we need a we need a rink in Lincoln so bad because we're just missing out on that that rink culture. Mm-hmm. So, you guys talking about this makes me a little sad, but <laughs> hopeful because it's so sad for like as big as our city is to not have a rink anymore. It really sucks. I know it. It was blowing my mind because you guys had recruitment like last night. Emma had recruitment for roller derby, and there were so many people there. Yeah, we can't even like, we get like big... we can't even get like eight people to show up to my practice. Like hello. I, say, I think Waco's derby team is about that strong member wise. Like I don't think there's more than ten to my current knowledge. Wow. Dang. Huh. Yeah. Oof. There's some discrepancies. Yeah. We have probably about like 30 players in and out, but it's just that time of the year where everybody finds a little bit of an excuse to skate. Yeah. I definitely get that. But yeah, Emma they, had Emma had a whole bunch of people there. I'm like, imagine if y'all had like a skating rink where these people could actually like get good faster. Rake, yeah, like Yo, regularly practice. Get Emma City a rink 2024. <laughs> I'm starting the petition. Yeah, there we go. So. Let's get it going. Honestly. The crazy thing is there has been petitions since they've like mm-hmm. got rid of the last one and just they'll keep building baseball fields and which no hate to baseball, I guess, but like how many baseball fields do we need? Hey, as y'all, a former baseball need... player, I say hate the baseball. No, nah, y'all. Uh, need no, <laughs> <laughs> that's real. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. You guys just need somebody. You need somebody need, to do we need it. Somebody money. We we had two rinks here, and my yeah town is like the tiniest place ever. Yeah, like not. Could you imagine there being another one, Emma? Like I feel like it's so small here. Um, we had a whole nother kinda... one. They turned it into a brewery. Huh? Oh, <laughs> interesting. I know it's totally. It's like a pizza brewery. It's kind of cool, but what the heck? 
That's funny. It was weird. I actually went there one time. We're getting a little off topic, but I went there one time just for funsies. Like, nobody ever really goes there. It's, like, way mm-hmm. out, and, like, it's in a weird place. Like, I, I don't think they had that many people coming in, but um, the floor was all cracked up, and they literally just, like, threw, threw these huge balls onto the floor, and everybody just, like, played huh? with them. Everybody just, like, played with the balls, all, like, three people what? that were there. But was played, the like, food valid? <laughs> I, no, I'm talking about the when the skating was a skating rink, oh, not okay. when it was the pizza place. Oh, Sorry, let me clarify. <laughs> when the skating rink was a skating rink, I went there and they just like threw some fucking bouncy balls on the floor and like let everybody play. It was weird. I would most definitely try my best to hit every single one I could. Just to mess it was around. weird. It was weird. Um, and then going off topic again, there's actually some rinks that have started doing like skating dodgeball. Oh, we've done oh, that that'd a few be times. Which is so cool. Like, it's like truly like dodgeball night. Like, they just come meet up for an hour and everybody plays dodgeball at their own discretion. What? That's actually, that sounds fun. Like, it's like anybody, yeah. inline skaters, roller derby, like, it's all the people that can just skate. They just dodgeball it up. That sounds like I can fun. only imagine the amount of ice packs needed because all I it know. would take was aiming for the skate itself. I'm like, oh, we do that sometimes for like in practices. We'll do like get pe- get <laughs> play pelted. dodgeball. Get no, just like when when I was like learning to skate, they just like pelt us. Uh, I guess to like try to work on your reaction time, maybe I guess somewhat. But like they just like be thrown at your feet, so you can just like not fall. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of nuts. Oh, uh, I I guess get the experience of like stumbling and catching yourself yeah, to I keep think going. So. I think it was just that. Right, right. Yeah. Anyways, this is an interesting even... way of going about it. Anyways, it's yeah. kind of intense. I don't know. It's like the military. <laughs> well, I don't know. The roller derby team when I first started, the junior team was a little crazy, but yeah, we did yeah. good things. I don't know. That makes me wish I had done roller derby instead of hockey. That I sounds was... fun. Hey, we no, can still get into ask. it. We can still get into it. There's a men's yeah, team you... in Texas. You guys have a good yeah, one. Time. Hey. Our, uh, actually, if I remember correctly, our Waco team, I think, is co-ed. Because I no. know since Ip. it formed... Really? Ip, go to Anarchy. There's a men's team. Hmm. It's a I good know, team. Though, like, Waco has been trying to recruit me for Derby since they no. started it up you gotta, again. You gotta start at the top. You gotta start at the top. We don't start at the bottom use here. Quads. What do you mean? We don't even start at the bottom. They'll get you whipped in this shape. <laughs> Dude, I still struggle with the fact of like, 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 and this is, I love talking about this to like my inline friends that only use inlines because they don't understand it when they see me struggling on quads. It's like on blades, you have such a limited amount of like contact space with like the floor to where you have traction and all that. On quads, there are so many different points of contact. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I still struggle, I, and I try to use quads the first half of session, then my inlines, and I'm still struggling with it. I don't know how y'all do. What all do you that. What do you think is like your biggest struggle point? Just the contact, or uh, honest, honestly speaking, and I don't know. I feel like this could go for a couple other like creators, kind of like me. I guess you could say, where like they also use quads, like uh, Ruin Miss Keith. For example, like I've let him use my quads to record tricks and all that uh, for his account. And it's like, I think the the like the fact of like we know what we can do on on blades 
and like to a certain extent we're confident in our abilities so like i guess in like a weird mental state type thing like you feel like you can do way better on quads than you like actually physically can like mm-hmm. i'll get ideas for like jam skate routines and all that from listening to songs and then i'll go to actually try it and i'll get frustrated because i'm like why can't i do it the way i imagine it i'm like oh wait i'm thinking that i have the same skills i have on blades but on quads when that's not the case it's like a weird mental block yeah it's a mental thing yeah i can see that i'm i would probably be the same way with like i've never tried inlines and i could see me trying to try something but i'm like wait these aren't quads this is a completely different component it's like it's a completely different (laughs) instrument or whatever starting a petition to get y'all on blades for an episode i thought it would be i thought that's actually a good idea i thought it'd be so cool to do something like that um yeah but wait that's actually thank you that's a great idea (laughs) (laughs) do y'all have a tiktok i swear i feel like i've tried to find y'all on tiktok before and like not we do but okay uh, i feel like i remember seeing it but like seeing that like maybe instagram is y'all's more like advertising that's that's what i thought so on a on tiktok i don't know if y'all know this or not but like they have this series mode now kind of like how reels does Mm -hmm. and they advertise at least like i get a lot of advertisements for like uh and like just people asking for like tutorial series of how to do tricks. So I feel like it'd be like an interesting idea for y'all if like y'all do some form of that, but with like the podcast t- content to where like on this episode, like <laughs> we went out, we tried this style of skating right. and like have the recording. I feel like that could be a very interesting like little sub series for y'all. I really cool. like that idea. I think it's really cool, but the only issue is we don't live in the same place. So sometimes it's yeah. Oh, sometimes I it's, you telling me about that. So sometimes it's tough to meet up a or Zoom whatever. Call. Ah, a Zoom just be call. a nomadic skater like me. Just travel <laughs> everywhere to skate. Oh, I wish. I know. I wish. I wish. Mason can be our little. (laughs) Mason can be like our our social media manager. Show he's got good ideas. I don't know about that. My my, (laughs) I I can come up with interesting ideas, but if you look at my analytics, boy, let me tell you. We're gonna have to. You know why that's a good idea though, Emma? Is because you could come to my rink and they have inlines. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I don't know where else we'd do it here. So. I'm down. That's a good idea. Hell yeah. I, I, I actually, I look forward to seeing stuff like that. Genuinely. That sounds so amazing to watch. A contender of ideas. I don't know where we were at in our questions because we've just been like in a bouncing no around. Yeah. Um, we, were in, we were in content creation or like social media stuff or we can move on to the so... skating community. I don't care. Whatever. Go ahead. Okay. So, so I know this is something that we kind of struggle with sometimes. And Emma and I were literally talking about it today. But like burnout, getting burnt out from like posting oh. stuff. Do you experience that? Yes. Or? Oh my lord, yes. 
I forgot this was one of the questions. Uh, but it's one of the ones I instantly was like, yes, I do. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm actually just still coming back from like trying to get back into the habit because I had to I had to take a break from mm-hmm. uh content creation because I went from posting what I want to post because I enjoy it to more of the trying to build my platform. So just like using audios I don't want to use technically, but mm-hmm. they like because I feel they Do don't well. fit the idea. Mm-hmm. Well it's it's not even that. It's more or less like for me originally I enjoyed it because it allowed me to put like to show the I guess you could say the fruits of my labor, but in a way mm-hmm. that matches my personality and how I am. But to grow obviously and I'm sure you guys know this as content creators also is like to grow sometimes you have to sacrifice or not so much sacrifice unless you get like lucky and you have that niche audience that's like a cult following I guess you could say but like you have to do certain things you may not want to do be it like with like say TikToks or Instagram reels like certain audios you may not want to use or like trends but they do well and you know it'll help build your uh your I guess you could say like foundation for mm-hmm. your overall goals and all that. Yeah. And I guess it was the fact of like that after so long, but like content, like I know with this last one for certain, it was, I was doing everything I could const like constantly, like constantly stressing about uploads, trying to have a schedule and all that. And it got to the point where I didn't view skating for what I enjoyed it as I viewed it as, okay, I have to, like, I gotta do this, like, it's like your job sort here. Yeah, it was like, if I don't skate well, I don't get good clips, then I could be out for a week with like no content. And it just got to the point where I didn't enjoy going to skate anymore. I would just stress and get annoyed. So I didn't like that. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna step back until I can enjoy it again. You actually yeah. said something that I thought was kind of interesting. The whole, um, like, if you don't skate well, you don't get good clips. And I I kind of resonate with that because Emma and I got to skate with each other this weekend. And a few people knew who we were, kind of. And I kind of thought at one point, I was like, I hope, like, I live up to their expectations. Because I think oh, they Oh, my Lord, think- yes. I think they think that we're supposed to be really, really, really good, which I think we are good skaters, but I'm like, you know, we're not the best skaters in the whole perfect. world. We're not perfect. I, 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 don't, I don't know. So I, I did think that I this weekend, actually. so heavy. I, I feel that and I resonate with that so much. Because, because like, especially because I travel so much and most of the time I don't announce where I'm going. I just show up. So it's like, I feel like I always have to skate like it's an absolute like world level, Jesus, world level tournament. And like, I have to do my best. Otherwise, I'm letting people down. But like, Mm -hmm. I feel like and one thing that's kind of helped me with that is I feel like as content creators and all that, you know, we strive to only put our best stuff out there. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we also like we as well as other people need to remember is like, we're we are that we are just people we put in the work we put in the effort and all that to get to where we are yes and like even on our worst days we still may skate better than most people 
Right. But when we don't feel like we're doing our best, we get that aggravation because we know we're being watched upon. Well, mm-hmm. I I feel like from my perspective, and I don't know if you get this, Emma, but I feel like I do a lot. I I love my team. I love my players. I love other people in the the world and stuff that play roller derby. But sometimes I get the comment that's like, oh, I just wish I could be as good as you. As if I it just came upon me, you know? And yes. um, that sometimes slightly irritates me because I feel like I try really hard to be yeah. good at what I do. Yeah. And sometimes when people say those little compliments, in quotation compliments, it's a little, like, backhanded. Like, like it, it's understating the effort yeah. that you put in. Like, you can Which they're not doing it. I don't think anybody that says that is doing it maliciously. There's no, like, intent there. It's right. just in your mind, you take it as as backhanded like almost. People, people say, like, you're so gifted. Oh, I, I wish. I feel that. I feel that. Definitely. wish I was gifted. What the frick, man? Well. Hey, take it from me as someone that primarily is on a whole different side of skating from y'all. Both of y'all, from the content I've seen, y'all are both crazy good. Like, And I've known plenty of Dirty B players. I've been to games. I've been to matches, all that stuff. Y'all are crazy. Oh, but so I, I feel that Thank because you. it's like, like, I, like, to this day, I still, like, if I get a comment saying, like, hey, you inspired me to do that. I screenshot it because it means the world to me at the end of the day. But like, yeah. I know for me personally, and I don't know if y'all can relate, but it's like when it came to skating, at like for the longest, it was purely that pre-mentioned pettiness because someone said I couldn't be good that kept me going. But like before I found what I enjoyed and that made me want to go. I, I like for me, I have no natural talent when it came to skating. Like I before skating, I did different sports. Then I went into more extreme sports, like I did water sports for a bit. Then I went into skateboarding, BMX, the different types of skateboarding, all that. Then I found skating and well, like really focused on skating because I realized, hey, I actually do enjoy this despite if I'm not good at it or not. So, and like for me, like I know a lot of people, like, and I've seen it in at least in my community, and I know it happens in others. You know, the younger, especially when it comes to like younger generation, like some people just pick things up like they're crazy and talented skaters I skate with that I love skating with. They're my closest friends. They picked up like what we do and they got to such insane levels within like months. And I'm just over here like "Mm." my whole life and I still suck in my opinion. (laughs) Well. That's interesting. That's really interesting because, like, that means you, he's kind of Emma, like what the adults are to us, even though he's like our age. So, like, a lot of the adults, there are, there are really good adult players, but like Emma and I, and a few ages above us, we were like the first wave of junior players to go into the adult league. And you can just see a major difference in like how we skate. And how, like, it just seems so, I don't know. It's different. Well, it's a different, like, generation of, because, like, this cause, uh, this can go both ways, just, like, for the roller derby community and the skating community in general. But there's, like, generations of skating. So, like, oh, yes, for sure. As, as we evolve, like, 
things are going to change. Roller derby mm-hmm. is constantly changing. Inline skating is constantly changing. So I think like you can see those shifts within as people like move into, I guess the adult league is a good example for the derby community specifically, or like a new wave of inline freestyle skaters that are coming up and seeing, for example, Mason's content. Like, oh, I want to do that. They were, yeah, they were able to just pick up from probably people like you. They were able to see like, okay, that's actually what I want to do right away. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a quicker, quicker decision for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you kind of mentioned the Texas Rink Rats. So what's your involvement with that? What's that all about? All right, so so Texas Rink Rats is a community slash brand that was created by, uh, and I'm just going to go based off Instagram handles because uh, it's the ones I remember the easiest for like, you know, tracking purposes and all that, uh, at Corpse. Uh, which is my buddy, uh, one of my good friends from Houston, who also does like he goes international and all that to different events and all that. Uh, myself and DTX Poodle originally, it was the three of us that started it with the pure goal of growing the Texas uh, freestyle inline community. And as like, so we decided like, okay, we're gonna hold a meet for everyone that like does tricks like us for all of us to meet up and just skate together. Mm-hmm. And then that first meet, like truth be told from all of our perspectives, we didn't think nothing. We didn't think like we'd have maybe a few people show up. We had like wait, hell probably 15 people in total actually oh. like that did what we did there, but it went so much better than we thought it was. We we're like, all right, next weekend the very next weekend the next meet and it just kept going and the the community the brand started to pick up because before then it was very much like i don't want to say segregated because that doesn't sound like the right term but it was like you were a dallas skater you were a houston Mm -hmm. skater you were wherever you were from there and it's like to an extent yeah like most people still identify mainly from where they're from but now all of the cities and rinks are connected and it's like an overall blanket is like we are texas rink rats instead of like dallas rink rats waco rink rats houston rink rats etc but now it's like we get we're at the point now we're starting our what is it our second season of meets um the first one's going to be this weekend but it's like by the end of next year we're hoping to have meets in different states and i think by the end of 2024 our goal is to have like a team for a international freestyle competition that's cool no i think that's really awesome we um kind of going off of that we at one time had like there are roller derby players that kind of do this thing and it's kind of like their job and they go around and they teach people different things that they are good at and for example at one point they came here but they also held a park skating meetup where they just kind of walked people through how to drop into a bowl and do all the park stuff so it's and i think that's awesome like i've been to so many um of those little little meetup things 
because mm-hmm. I think it's cool. And they just get paid to do it, which is crazy. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so to speak, if somebody was interested in getting into inline or jam skating, what should they do? Do you have any recommendations for, I mean, we talked about like some sort of setups and whatnot, but do you have any beginner setup recommendation, first steps, or even just like tricks in general? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I would say the best thing for like, say for example, free sell inline, like say, you know, you're randomly scrolling on social media, you come across some freestyle inline skaters post, and you're like, hey, that looks cool. You start looking into it. You're like, okay, I want to try this. My biggest thing is like, when it comes to like advice for starting, is that Mm -hmm. it's not like, it's for everyone learns differently. Some people pick, pick it up, learn tricks within their first few tries. Some people like myself, like the laying down uh the backwards johnny toe gun that i do where i lay all the way down and balance on one foot i've been practicing that specific trick since the beginning of this year like january and i'm mm-hmm. still to this session to this very day to the very last session i skated which was saturday night like i practice it religiously because like for like myself if i don't skate like i only get skate really weekends from the last session i skated be it if it was a sunday to the first session i could skate like a thursday the next week i will have lost progress but there Mm -hmm. are some people they do it and then they won't like and they'll get it within a month never touch the skates again for like half a year come back still the same so it's very much a to each individual person but also Mm -hmm. like when I give advice for like tricks and all that, I say what worked for me because I have a weird way of learning things. So like most people learn tricks a certain way. I usually always learn the trick a weird different way that ends up like helping someone in a way, I guess you could say. So it's very much a like take your time with it, understand like it's different for everyone. Not everyone learns and, and progresses at the same rate. But the biggest mm-hmm. thing is don't stress about it. It'll come. You can't be right. like, I understand the fear of falling, all that stuff, all the mental blocks. I completely get it. I still get it. Like I have to hype myself up to do a lot of the tricks I'm known for doing. But like, it just, it takes time. That's the biggest thing. And it's like, I know it's like that for everything, like all types of skating or just life in general type stuff. You just got to be patient. Right. And if you really want to learn it, you really want to do it you will learn it in time i agree heavy sometimes i feel like there's a lot of similarities with like the even just like the derby i know we keep going back and forth with that but i'm finding a lot of similarities between two communities when it comes to skills and just skating in general that a lot of it is time and practice and willing to put in the practice as well like even if you do pick up on it really fast you still need to at least put in that effort yeah i feel like the the passion for whatever it is you're doing be it derby be it speed skating be it jam skating jb freestyle inline salon Mm -hmm. whatever style urban you know whatever style it is or it even applies outside of skating to just life in general i think that like regardless if you have the passion for it and you really want to do it and you enjoy it then regardless of how long it takes 
then that satisfaction will be there. It's like, hell, there are, there are posts on of mine out there on different social medias where I finally get like land a trick either for like in general, like with backwards uh, Christy Togun, for example, which to this day, about three hardest and most painful tricks I've ever tried to learn. But like that, the satisfaction you see on my face when I finally land it, that is pure joy. And like for me, that joy is what keeps me going, like skating wise. I get so determined to do something um, that, you know, I'll like do it and I won't be able to do it well or I won't do it to my like satisfaction. So then I'll like continue to do it over and over and over again. But sometimes you just have to end it on a high note, which sounds really bad, but it's, it's sometimes better on your mental game mm-hmm. to just like, okay, so I did it. It may not be to my best, to my standard, but next time, this is what I'm going to do to make it better. And I really enjoy recording myself and posting stuff for social, on social media for that kind of reason. You're able to really mm-hmm. look back at stuff and and be like, okay, I did that poorly. I'm going to fix it. And I think for any sport that you're in, you kind of have to have that mentality. Like if you do a goof up or you don't do something very well, you just kind of have to be like, okay, right. Like I goofed it up. I didn't do it well, but I'm going to take this and I'm going to practice it in another time and make it better. But Uh sometimes you can't just like dog on yourself over and over again for not getting it to your perfect perfection. I always tell people strive for perfection, even though it's not achievable. Yeah, there it is. That is so good. I agree I like, entirely. Yeah, I love content that like normalizes fails and just like bloopers and just you know. Oh, yeah, that's we're not. That's we're that's not why content. I post fail content. That's why I post my yeah. fail clips because it shows yeah. like, like yeah, I on my good days I can do this crazy stuff pretty well, and it's like from a realistic and like a like outside perspective, even like myself, I have to admit like the stuff I can do is pretty crazy. But like, even when you're having a bad session per se, you're not getting good clips and all that. It's like, kind of like what you said, like leave it on a high note. It's like, you can recognize like, okay, I'm not doing as well as I normally am. And you may be getting frustrated, but then it's like a, it's just not my session next time. You're not going to, you're not going to get better if you're frustrated. You just got to go to the next thing. I don't know. Exactly. As well, He's like, in about for, it. Me, for me personally, like I found a good system for me is like if I like I can normally tell within the first 30 to 45 minutes once I'm on that floor, if it's going to be a good session or not, like if I'm going to be able to do certain tricks to how I to like my quote unquote content standard. But so I try to like line out different tricks or like have con like combo ideas like multiple different things i would want to record so that way like say i'm going for like a one foot spin but i'm not doing the best okay i'm starting to get frustrated let me switch to something else that i might be doing better that day right so you talked a lot about like you travel quite a bit um are you kind of stuck towards like the midwest kind of in texas area Uh, have you kind of traveled out of texas uh 
So most of the traveling I've done when it comes to skating has mainly been in Texas. The cool. Sadly, the only time I can say I've skated outside of Texas, which was in Henderson, Colorado. I wish I could remember the exact rink name because it was such a nice rink. I enjoyed it so much. But like I had only been able to do that because at my old job, I traveled the country a lot. So I'd take my blades with me just in case I got skate and go in like, lo and behold, uh, one trip I was at my hotel. I looked out the window across the street, skating rink. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But uh, traveling wise, the really the story behind like why I travel to skate, I guess you could say, is... For the longest skating in Waco, especially when I started doing freestyle inline, because I, I was the only one, so like I got judged for it and all that, you know. Right. Oh, you're a tryhard, yada yada. You're trying to show off, so I just started traveling to places where I wasn't known or like places I know had skaters better than me, so I could learn. And then just over time, I built relationships and friendships with all those people in different rinks I traveled to. And it just got to the point where it's like, I want to go, like, all right, Friday, I want to go to Dallas. Right. A couple hours away, skate with my friends there. I get home late, like 3 a.m. And I'm like, man, I want to go to Houston later today. (laughs) Go to bed, wake up, and I travel the exact opposite way of the state a couple hours to go skate in a different town. You're like, "Eh, whatever. Might as well. Yeah, and then, like, there were days when I was like, all right, I don't feel like traveling, so I'll just stick to, like, the central Texas area where it's like, I might have to drive 30, 45 minutes to go to a rink, or I could go 10 minutes down the road to the one in my town. We kind of get forced to travel quite a bit, um, Mm -hmm. just for, like, competitive play, especially, I'm going to be in a lot of, like, Texas this next season, because we're in the southern region, yeah, southern region, my bad, so... Hey, man. I think I remember I you telling me about that. So I'm going to be all up in Texas, Florida. Um, but just Midwest things. Just Midwest things. Crazy. Where well, we're like, at, I feel like there's like four teams. So, yeah. yeah I think like I remember you around. telling me that because I had, I had mentioned like places where y'all mm-hmm. are. I don't know if y'all are public about like where y'all are in the country and all that. But like, oh, I yeah. remember talking to you about it and I was like, yeah, I was in, you know, this town would, would, and that was near this town and I didn't see any rinks or anything. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's definitely rinks. There's just not much. So like how roller derby works, there's probably about three roller derby teams in Kansas that are okay. But if you wanted to play like competitive roller derby or sanctioned roller derby, it's under like a really specific layout of rule sets. You have to play specific people. And for me in particular, Mm -hmm. me and Emma, we're kind of in the middle of the United States and there's not as many competitive teams. So we had to decide what region are we going to opt into because they allow that. My team Mm -hmm. opted into the Southern region. So Oklahoma, Texas, Florida, I think it goes as far as Arizona. I might be wrong there but all all down there and emma is in the north american west so it's really it's confusing not gonna lie yeah it's that's a hard thing to talk about so i'm gonna be in a lot of (laughs) the southern states basically is what i'm saying and she's gonna be in a lot of the 
northern states. But yeah, it forces us to travel a lot. I get that. Well, which is great, when you're in Texas, great. like send me a message. Let me know where you are. I can either recommend, like, if I've been to a rink in that area, recommend a good rink to try out. Or hell, if you're close to meet up, you could either teach me quad stuff. Because <laughs> truth be told, I don't get on my quads as much as I Man, would like to. I need to change that. Or I can teach you how to play stuff. roller derby. I was gonna say first roller derby practice, maybe first roller derby practice for you. I'm, I'm doing Coach it. Shelby. I'm doing huh. it in my dance. Don't try me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't even get me twisted. I was totally looking. I was like guesstimating what your shoe size was. I'm like looking at skates. <laughs> okay, right uh, now I was curiosity. What size do you think quad wise? Um, I was thinking you're probably like a a men's ten. I hate that. I actually kind of hate that you are exactly on point. <laughs> I was oh. what I was looking for, so. <laughs> but it's uh, crazy because, like, on 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 my quads, they're a size 10. And, like, my normal shoe size, you know, depending on brand and shoe type, you know, varies anywhere from, like, a 9 to, like, a 10, anywhere in there. But when it comes to inline, specifically hockey skates, like my my normal uh, skates I use in session for indoor, my War Machine twos, they're a seven and a half wide. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, well, sometimes even we wear a slightly smaller. So, um, I think mine is like a half. Size. From like yeah, it's the different brands. All different. No, I'm like looking at these. I, I'm on like the recyclable skates. The gently used, I'm like, those look pretty damn nice. What size are those? <laughs> the fucking bot size need. 39. I'm in dire need of new sessions in lines, and I want to get a second. I want to get like one or two more pairs of quads for different styles because I have like my tall boot or my high boot, uh, you know, more traditional jam style. I want to get the the low the low boot uh jam style for like more like break dancing-esque type jam and then i also want to get just for the hell of it like a pair of like derby-esque type jam uh or not jam uh quad skates Ooh. i mean you could definitely be more aggressive with a roller derby skate yeah, yeah. i mean i'm definitely the type because i do it on on inline so much i do so much different types of like quad slides to where mm -hmm. i i purposely made sure that my wheel slid Mm -hmm. yeah and that's a big thing too all the different hardnesses yeah i still right. i still don't understand how y'all's hardness setting and all that works because it's, it's different from blades slightly um, but just enough to where it confuses me <laughs> i i don't know i just I... recently understood it like not recently but like a few years ago i finally understood like like last in. last week, I just figured it out. <laughs> last week, actually. No, <laughs> no, I I skate on. Man, here's here's a size. Here's my size in some fucking shitty little blades in Kansas City. There we go. Hey, some, someone pick the details <laughs> and uh, bless your girl with uh, a nice pair of Perf. missions. Perf. Perf. Oh, with knee pads and elbow pads. There we go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> No way. Come with protection. <laughs> I skate on like <laughs> I skate on it's a variety. So I skate on like from ninety 
something to like 88 and that's such a big Mm -hmm. it's like a huge it's like 95 to 88 like right now i'm on um adam jukes which you can't get these anymore and i curse adam for this i'm kidding I feel that with, like <laughs> inline wheels. There are so many good inline wheels they stopped making that I'm so salty about. But um, and but I normally skate on. I've been skating on like radars, and they're like ninety something, something or another's. But that's on the slicker end. About say mine are ninety seven A. I can't remember what exact wheel, but they're atoms. Yeah, that's pretty slick. That's probably slicker than... I I skated on 101. I'm just kidding. I don't do that. I've heard people say those. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen that. Like, there's a girl that I know that, like, lives by, like, 100A or something. I'm like, how? Um... Well, sometimes you got to consider like how much you weigh. Like if you weigh, well, yeah, more- that's what I was also gonna say. Like it depends on surface type, how much oh, you yeah, weigh, for sure. what kind of what kind I of have, skater you are. I have arguably the best rink in the nation for floor. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. I and I will attest to that. Mm. That floor is so good. It's soft. I'm gonna have to say you gonna have to try out Skate Country's floor in Belmead because uh, I don't know. Let me see what it looks nice. like. Are you skating on it? uh yeah i do have a lot of posts there it's uh it's very common let me see if i can spell your name really quick (laughs) it's it's very very, uh common is it the wood one i'm sorry or they're all wood uh no the ones in waco are both uh wooden and they both have plastic like a couple layers of plastic put down but country in specific is used for speed skating mainly so it's like a really nice floor they use it for like different uh i'm blanking uh things wow skating events (laughs) yeah i was trying to remember like the exact level it got to and i just absolutely blanked uh like i know they've done it for like semi-nationals nationals Uh, and so like tournaments and yeah like things I don't know why that blanked on me so, so hard. nice. It's just so the only bad thing is it's very not um the everybody that's ever owned my rink um decides to never like control the temperature in there, like keep it consistent, oh, which is like is the worst thing to do. That is something that I swear y'all are the first people I've ever heard talk about that besides speed skaters. I've never heard any inline people talk about that besides speed skaters. They just so don't keep it. I'm so glad that that's something outside of speed skating because I thought I was tweaking. <laughs> well, here's oh, the no. thing. I, I skate on Paul. It's like, it's not concrete. It's like, I don't even know what it is. What would you say the material is? I don't know what he uses. They pour uh, it. And it's like, it's, yeah, it's like a polished, it's not concrete though. I don't it's know. It's concrete like a under it. smooth pavement almost? No, no, no. It's, it's like concrete under it, but they pour this blue beautiful blue colored beautiful blue i know what you're talking about there are a couple rings in texas like that all over it and they smooth it all out nice and pretty and put a top coat on it and then um but they don't control the air temperature in there so it it'll like it's concrete the rest of the the whole building so the walls will start to sweat which Mm -hmm. will cause like madness on the floor because then all of a sudden there's sweat spots everywhere and then also when it's humid it gets really humid in there so 
In the summertime, when we skate at the Icebox, which is a hockey rink, oh my god, the floor, like, every different day that we're there for practice, it's, like, a different, like, it's super slick, it's super sticky, like, you never know, and sometimes they're nice enough and turn on, like, they're the nice. cooling. No, this is terrible. We just I'm have to have an industrial fan and open the doors. No, it's so bad, like, they'll turn on, like, the AC or something, and then, like, the dew point gets really bad, and then the floor literally, like, sweats, and mm-hmm. it gets wet, I... and then we have to skate on it. Yes. Yeah. It's not terrible. Good. Like it's not on, good. On the or like, level. have you ever heard of this? Yes. Have you, this is the most expert level roller derby I've ever done. So we did, sorry, we're kind of talking a lot here. <laughs> Some point we'll end this, but. I mean, hey, it's um, a podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast. True. So um, True. we, when I went to, and I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. I'm not sure. Are you talking about the lights? No. I don't know. What about the lights? the the light up track like the oh the rope that that was once a thing that was cool anyways um <laughs> no not that uh so when i went to champs which i bring it up all the time it's annoying but um it, we were literally on ice it may have may have well have been ice it's, it was like treated concrete or or whatever but it was like oh was this in loveland yes did you skate there I've heard about no, but I've heard about it. I instantly it thought bad. champs in Houston. I was about to say lucky. I haven't even been there. No, um, but it had it had like it was so not sticky at all. Like there was no grip to it, nothing at all. You might as well have been on ice, really. Um, mm-hmm. like at the time, I think the poisons and yes. whatever yeah. whatever um Moto was a, was making for their like kind of poison off brand poisons they were trying to replicate. Uh-huh. Whatever those ones were called, um, sold out. Like they had to get a whole new shipment in, sent in the next day because everybody bought wheels, but it was so sticky that people were literally pouring monster on the ground and rolling their wheels over it and like oh. Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh my yeah. lord. So that's some pro skating stuff hey, right there. That, that that's what it feels cool. like to chew five gum. <laughs> and I and I like it slick. Like I skate, sl- I would rather it be slick than sticky. And I just couldn't do it. I was sliding everywhere. Like you would fall, and we were knee pads and whatever, wrist guards, all the things. You would like fall, and you'd like slide ten feet on your gear. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> it was nuts. I that was not I good. Feel that, but that's just me. Like without gear on certain floors, I just slide. Right, you're just hitting the concrete with your body and like that's why like i had to develop especially for like the backwards tricks i do that are low where it's very common where i fall or like laying on the ground yeah (laughs) i had to start wearing like mainly two two top layers one for like like if i got way too hot like an undershirt or something but like the top layer i would always try to make sure was a like slick long sleeve so that way if i Mm. fell i didn't just stick yeah, that's mm-hmm. smart. That's one reason that for Rink I, yes, I do not wear like short shorts at all. Like they I have to be like biker shorts. Because if I slide on my ass and it's like my fat leg that hits the ground <laughs> and I'm all sweaty and I like roll it's like myself over, yes, on the floor. <laughs> yeah. it like makes the squeaky sounds like, oh, gives me chills, bro. I don't my, even know. From, from the bottom of my neck on my back all the way down to like my tailbone and all across the back side of my arms i am covered in uh like scars from uh wood burn or floor burn oh jeez 
And that's why I like no, I develop. That's why I, de- I like somehow ended up developing that like flip out I do whenever I fall while going backwards. And it wasn't. It was purely just to save my skin because I got so tired of just constantly being covered in uh in just like scabs and all that. I guess. Yeah. No thanks. I also can't do that. But for everyone that has seen, and like anyone that's could be listening that knows who I am already that's seen me do that little backflip out fail type thing recovery that I, I I can't do that on command it is purely instinct if I try to do it I'm gonna break my neck <laughs> all right so do you do you have any like final like I guess goals that you are looking forward to achieving in the near future uh I would like to make at least somewhat of the money back uh, that I've spent on skating, by skating. That'd be nice. Right? <laughs> Lord, Lord knows the tens of thousands. That'd be nice to oh, make, make a couple bucks back. Oh, dude. I There was one point, I swear, if I kept track, I'd probably had spent like a thousand on wheels alone each year. Like oh, I would just, order. I would tear up wheels. But no, ma- main, mainly, uh, I keep old wheels for outdoors, but uh, I guess goal-wise, mainly, I want to continue to expand outside of freestyle inline, which was like one like one of the many reasons I was so hyped whenever uh, y'all derby. approached me to be on this uh, podcast. Roller derby. Roller derby. I do definitely want to give it a shot because Yay! it does seem Yay! so fun. We did our deed. We did it. One conversion at a time. Hey, but that means in turn, I want to see y'all trying, trying to do uh, at least some of the some of the like more like basic stuff of what I do. I'm definitely not gonna try try to have y'all doing like a backwards. That's like the worst mobility ever. Like I don't know if I can. I'd try it. Have you seen I, how proportion? Failed, I'll try. I'm gonna break an angle, man. Shelby, you'd be fine, dude. Have you ever like? I'm as flexible as the wall in the background of my profile picture. (laughs) Oh my goodness! It is is pain tolerance that allows me to do this. (laughs) All right, let's go. I say we give it a shot. Let's go. Everybody's meeting in Kansas, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh goodness! Hey, Salina is only like eight hours from me. And it's basically a straight shot. So. I know. That's where we were just at. Emma and I were just in Salina this past weekend. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Let's go. That floor was slick. That floor, that floor was slick. It was dirty. It was dirty. They needed to pile it or like clean it a little bit. De-dust it. Was, it. Yeah. it was slip, no slide. Sorry. I don't like, know why I just quoted one of my own post uh, captions. <laughs> it was so dumb. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah. I'd be down, honestly. I would be. I'd yeah. do really bad at it, though. I bet. Me too. Genuinely, I, mean, I would be wearing gear too. I'm uh, not a fucking. Mm-hmm. I'm not an. I'm not. Yeah. Nope. I've done when this quote unquote, quote unquote, very heavy quote unquote here, professionally, for my whole life. I still fall like at least thirty times a session. Yeah, I ain't breaking a wrist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's just I don't like, know how it, to fall it's now. like with derby. You got to learn. You just got to like learn how to fall. 
the biggest and thing like, is like just plate like you got to fight the urge to place your hands down i feel like we fall huh. way different though because we rely on our gear so we like rely I, on I mean, that spot. oh yeah that's fair right yeah I like mean, we learn how to be smarter i'd if i was smarter i'd use gear but i'm not that smart <laughs> we'll get you in some though <laughs> Oh no! Mm, if, I'm, yeah. if I'm doing anything outside, I promise you, because I I'm tried still... doing the tricks I do outside, and I don't want to relive that. <laughs> I'm still looking. <laughs> I want right. to get into speed skating. That's what it's like. I want to do that. You'd be good at that. So I'm slow, but you're really quick. Yeah, you're speedy. Sometimes I regret leaving speed skating, but I, it was like for a few different reasons why I stopped. But like I still retain like like when I do decide to do the races or whatever, like mm -hmm. I'm way faster now than I used to be. But my issue is because I was dumb when I was younger, I picked up bad habits, so I can't breathe. Mm -hmm. so I'm very much mm -hmm. like a sprinter, and I'm like a you might get two laps out of me full speed, and then like you might as well have to resuscitate me on the sidelines. <laughs> Real, bring the, bring the can of air over. <laughs> you'll need like three at least <laughs> yeah full oxygen tank on the side i think that's all we have do you have any questions yeah. for us or anything that you'd like to add for your final thoughts uh i'd say like add for final thoughts i think it'd be dope if like in some way or another we could like collab like y'all's podcast the trash or the track talk jesus i always mess that up but the <laughs> track talk podcast with uh texas rink rats in some way like be it just like a collab meet whenever we do get to going out of state and all that or just no like, yeah you know, just different ways we could like link the different parts of the uh skating world and community mm -hmm. and all that together i think that'd For be sure. sick but definitely, I I'm I know after this I'm gonna be trying to learn more about derby. <laughs> I know for no, sure. No, you should. It's yeah. fun. It's fun. It's all we ever think about. All <laughs> right, really quickly, really quickly, plug all of your socials for us. Uh, on almost all platforms, it is nicto.exe, n y c t o period exe, or instead of the period d o t. The only one that I think is different for the most part is my TikTok, which is nyct0, then .exe. But other than that, uh, main thing I'd say go follow is Texas Rink Rats, uh, same name on all accounts. And also follow these two people. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming Thank on and talking to us, for real. No this was problem. Awesome. It, it, Truly, like a dream, like Aww. came true type stuff. So I'm so glad y'all invited me. No, yeah, no problem. We're glad and, to have you. Yeah, and thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, thank you, everybody. Farewell. Bye. Have a good day. Bye.